Hey, this is Ashley, and this is School on Life, a weekly podcast about life, love, and occasionally libation. If you're not already following us on social media, check us out on Instagram at School in Life Podcast. That's at S-C-H-O-L-I-N Life Podcast. Also, be sure to check out our website at School in Life Pod. That's S-C-H-O-L-I-N Life Pod.com. We can't wait to connect with you on social and on our website. First in Mentor Moment, this week, I'm excited to talk about the inspiration to an action career cycle. Often, I hear women tell me that they are inspired by me, by my work, by my lifestyle, about, by, my commitment to, <clears throat> by my commitment to advancing professional women and seeing Black women make more money and have more impact at work. I used to be grateful and humbled by this inspiration, but lately it's starting to make me feel a little awkward because I think that sometimes people's inspiration um, of me or being inspired by me actually leads to greater inaction on their part. Maybe you're inspired um, by me and you joined a live where I was preaching about leveraging your existing career skills to advance your career but it actually leads to inaction because you still sit in uncertainty thinking, do I have enough to leverage my career skills? And you never book the discovery call or the mentor moment to talk more about your skill set. Or maybe it's not about me. Maybe you were inspired once by seeing someone post on LinkedIn that they secured a new role and it's somebody you knew from undergrad or maybe somebody that you, um, you know, used to work with. You're so inspired by seeing them advance their career and you start a job search of your own. But then you think, oh, they must have knew someone and you spiral in self-doubt and pity. This inspiration to inaction career cycle really worries me for professional women. And I see it happen all the time. We get so used to being inspired and motivated and encouraged. And those feelings feel good in the moment, but they're fleeting. And more now than ever, professional women need discipline, you need strategy, you need positioning, and you need support and accountability to really advance your career in a meaningful way. The accountability and structure that you desire is in the Mentor Me Accelerator program. And I want to invite you into this program as I'm accepting new mentees right now. If you know you need accountability in the next steps in your career, if you know that you are not motivated enough to do it on your own and you actually need structure and a proven process to make more money and have more impact in your career and enjoy the freedom of doing that in a way that brings meaning to your career and actually gets results, join the accelerator. You can schedule your mentor moment, which is the first step at mentor-me.org. That's M-E-N-T-O-R-me.org. I can't wait to see you there. This week and I digress, we're talking vantage point. On this week's episode, I wanna talk to you about what you see, what you don't see, and how to get help to broaden your perspective. This week's topic actually comes from my Sunday sermon from church. The pastor was preaching about vision and he said a quote that really stuck with me. And I quote, if you're ready to do something different, to see something different, it's time to sit somewhere else. Because the quote was, where you sit is what you see and what you see determines what you do. And this really stuck with me. And I started to really think about a person's vantage point and how 
people take action on what they can see. They take action based on what they know. They, they, their beliefs are fuel. Their beliefs are fueled by what they can see. And what I envisioned when the pastor was terming, talking about this during the sermon is I envisioned like sitting in a door frame. So just like imagine, or even if you're listening to this while you're walking, um, you know, down the street, you know, on a long walk, or maybe you're in the house and you're listening to this while you work or something, I'd love for you to just stand up and stand in the door frame, stand in the door frame and look straight ahead. Right. And when you stand in the door frame and you look straight ahead, you can see everything that's in front of you. Right. There's nothing that you can't see. You have full vantage point to like everything around you. But if you turn to the like, if you like look to the left and look to the right, you can't see beyond the door frame. Right. The door frame is blocking some of your peripheral vision and you can only see so much in the lane of your peripheral vision. But if you pivot just a little bit to the left or pivot a little bit to the right, you can see longer down that hallway. You can see long, you can see all the way to the wall. You can, you can have more view and more vantage point. And, and I think that that's what the pastor was saying is that like, when you, where you sit is what you see, right? And, and often when it comes to career development, what I hear from professional women is like, oh, there are no jobs out there. These jobs don't make any money or, you know, maybe I just need to go back to school or maybe I need to start my own business or whatever, whatever, whatever. And what I'm saying, what I'm often like thinking for them is like, oh, you don't see all the opportunities. You don't see how you could do this with ease. You don't see how this doesn't have to be overwhelming and, and frustrating and stressful, right? Because you, you can't see beyond your present circumstances. And because you can't see beyond your present circumstances, you wallow in fear and shame and guilt and frustration, right? You wallow in that because you can't see anything else. But how would it feel to put your bills on auto pay, to save enough money to purchase your first home, to move to a city you dreamed of living in for years, to actually take some stress-free days off of work, to build a better relationship with your supervisor, to secure a new title, a better role, and embark on an altogether different career path? Like, I know that that's what you desire for yourself. I know that's part of your vision for your career. And all of that is available to you, but maybe not from your present vantage point. To see something different, you're going to have to sit somewhere different. You're going to have to get a different vantage point. You're going to have to step out beyond the doorframe and actually get more perspective. But what's great is that at this point in your career development, you don't have to step out alone. I am here as a mentor to provide you with direction, support, accountability, and proven strategy so that when you step out beyond the doorframe, you're still not flying blind. You have a roadmap and a strategy to walk along to get real results in your career. I am so excited to help you see beyond where you are and then take action on that. Because when you take action, when you have a vision, you can do greater things. You're more bold, you're more strategic, you're more supported. You, you, you actually are gonna drive action in that job search and drive action in that new role. If that sounds like what you're looking for at this stage in your career, Again, I'm accepting new mentees right now and I'm so excited to serve you and really help you have better vision for your life and career and have the support of strategy to get to the next level. Schedule your mentor moment today at mentor-me.org. 
So last but not least, in TVT this week, I want to talk about a couple TV shows that I'm watching, um, actually one in particular that I really love. I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show before, but I do watch it. And I wanted to talk about one of the characters, actually one of the male characters, and kind of going along this conversation with Vision, I wanted to sort of talk about his vision and how his perspective and his vantage point affects his decision making. And the show is SWAT. SWAT, it's in its uh, fourth season. It comes on CBS. And um, the show follows Shamar Moore. Um, so, you know, you definitely got somebody good looking on the other side of the screen when you're watching. So Shamar Moore, um, his character is Daniel Harrison, and he is a Los Angeles um, police officer. I think he's like a sergeant um, on the police force and, uh, or excuse me, on the SWAT team um, on the police in Los Angeles. And the stories chronicle his... Um, life and career as a SWAT sergeant leading a team of uh, SWAT officers in Los Angeles, a community that he obviously grew up in. Um, and his background, um, actually, I think his father like had some time in prison and has like a storied history with the police. Um, so he has some kind of trauma, like with the police from his own family, but then became a police to try to like clean up the streets and prove everybody wrong about policing. And in one of the most recent episodes, I think it might've been the season finale of um, season four, he talks, his character is grappling with um, a group called Black Justice Now. It's kind of a spin on Black Lives Matter. And the fact that they are being accused, right, in the public eye of um, placing bombs at police stations and like trying to kill the police, right? And so, of course, he as a officer of SWAT has to go and like defend against this Black Justice Now group. And, um, you know, some of his colleagues are like, oh, how could they do this? You know, you're supposed to respect the police. Like, how do you not, how are, why are they attacking us? We need to get back at them. And then he also understanding the storied history of this community community um against the police or you know like you know and how this the police have treated these communities and why these communities are so angry with the police and so you know from his perspective he can see it all right he can see you know being a police officer himself and feeling like he's maybe in danger um you know and his team is in danger but also understanding and and really can like empathize right with the black justice now group um and you know that their frustration and anger and downright you know justice um you know for wanting to see the police punished or at least um, face repercussions from the ways that they treated these communities and um i really love the show if you like like me like a good you know police um, you know, catch bad guy energy. Like, I think you'll like SWAT. Um, and, you know, CBS is, you know, a cumbersome to like watch their shows because they've got all this subscription stuff and can be kind of annoying. But I definitely would recommend um, getting it for SWAT because I do think they tell really good stories on there. Um, the cast isn't as diverse as I would like, but I do think that they tell good stories. And listen, Shamar Moore is something nice to look at, child. Um, so definitely would encourage you to check that out. And let me know if there are any other like um, characters on TV that you think have a really good vantage point um, and really like have good perspective to make good decisions. Because, um, you know, remember that where you sit is what you see and what you see determines what you do. And so if your vision is limited, if you can't see around the corner, make sure you get some vision, get some support so that you can get unstuck. That wraps up this week's episode of School on Life. 
Thank you so much for listening. School is out. Class dismissed.